Hey there, everybody, and welcome to your favorite podcast, That's What She Said Sports. I'm your host, Nicole Monique, and joining me, the baddest man in the Southeast, BG. Yeah, I'm a little brother. Going <laughs> through your airways. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, BG? Hey, not a whole lot. You know, a lot going on in the sports, in the world of politics and pop culture, and we like it all. That's why we get into it. We dig into it. That's it. That's it. So, folks, due to the hurricane, uh, as you know, here in Atlanta, we've had uh, Hurricane Emma was giving us a headache. So we had to push the show back. So we apologize for the delays. But we, uh, as always, you know, we're still going to give it to you. So thank you so much for being patient. Um, so with that be, let's just jump right in. Let's talk about the winners and losers in week two of college football. Obviously, we had oh, some man. big winners. Um, B, what did you think of Penn State over Pitt? You know, last season Pitt won, and the biggest uh-huh. difference that I saw was that Penn State was forced Pitt to have to uh, have three turnovers. What did you think about Penn State this year? I think Penn State's turned the corner. You know, I, I think um, they got some athletes in some key places uh, that can really do some things and. Um, let me tell you something. You know, a, a lot of people are talking about the kid quarterback out of on the left coast with USC. Right. Uh, but Saquon Barkley is for real, man. I'm a believer. Saquon yeah. Barkley is the truth. You know, I, I didn't realize he was as physical as he is because, of course, you know, who watches Penn State? But, you know, now that they've, you know, rise to prominence and they get a little airtime. You know, you get a chance to check him out, man, and that kid is for real, man. He's a good man. Yeah. I like him a lot. Well, speaking of for real, let's talk about Lamar Jackson. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, it'll be difficult mm-hmm. for him be to win the second consecutive Heisman. I think we can agree on that. But he's playing right. like he wants to win it. Like, you need to give yeah. it to me. Now, he's had the past two games 1,000 total yards. But here's the thing, B. They play Kim- Clemson next. Can he do it again with Clemson? Yeah. You know what? That is a very good question. And to be quite honest, um, I will say no. You know, and and reasons why I'll say that is Clemson's defense hasn't lost a beat. Mm -hmm. You know, next man up, they've they've reloaded. You know, defense looked great. However, the thing that I noticed about Louisville, they don't have anyone else. Right. You know, who goes to Jackson? Who goes to Louisville? And to me, that's a scary thought. I, you know, there are some teams out there, and there's some great teams of old. And when you think about it, they had a superstar on their team. They had a great athlete on their team. But he, you know, he kind of went well with what they were doing. You know, and, and in the framework of that, you know, he, he just happened to be great. But this guy is is everything for them, right? When they're not running, when they're not rushing the ball, he's rushing the ball. Yeah, you know what I mean. When they need a big play, be with his arm on his leg, he's that guy. And to me, that that's a bit much, you know, because I think Clemson and Dabo Sweeney and Brett Venables are smart enough at this point to realize that they're not going to let one man beat them, right? So, uh, will it be a close game? Yes, because I think defense will neutralize Jackson and force other folks to step up. 
but I don't think they have that talent anywhere else. But see, you hit on something. Dabo Sweeney is that kind of coach. He is indeed. He is indeed. Dabo has, has really stepped his game up, man. He, he is Clemson football, which I think we can appreciate because, I mean, it's one thing to have a great team, you know, and they carry you, but to to lock and reload like they've done, you got to give Dabo his just due, man. You right. got to take your hat right. off to him. What a phenomenal so, job. Like I said, I don't like him, but I got to respect him. Exactly. Well, you know, we said about Nick Saban all the time. <laughs> For real, though. Yeah, don't, so look, you know what I mean? So, B, we talked about the winners. Let's talk about those losers in week two as far as college uh, football. You know, Iowa State, it okay. looked like they had the game against Iowa, and then, bam, they lost it in overtime, 44-41. to What was it right. about Iowa that Iowa State just could not get this game? Iowa was clearly the better team. I'm not really sure how they, they fell behind quickly and started to look like a dud. Right. Now, when you compare the two teams, you know, Iowa is the, the veteran team. Iowa, Iowa returned more starters than Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Does that say that Iowa State is not a good team? Absolutely not. However, the cream rises to the top. Iowa played that game like the College New England Patriots play the game. You know, <laughs> they just wear you down over time. Right, right. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't look at me like that. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. They're not a college team, so... Don't, don't look at me like that. But they wore them down, man. They wore them down. They, they, they took them to the deep and drowned them. Yeah. You know, however, though, what it says about Iowa is that Iowa has got to learn to play fast. Iowa has got to learn to get out of front and stay out in front. Yeah, it's great that you were able to grind it out, you know, take them in the extra, you know, quarters, but – that's not going to allow for you to have a great season when you're doing it like that. Right. You got to start right. fast, finish strong. You know, not start slow and finish strong. No, that's not the formula here in football. You know what I mean? Maybe it's, that's great on the track and running, but not in football. Well, B, talk about another so, team that didn't finish strong, Northwestern. Duke embarrassed them beating the Wildcats 41-17. You know, Northwestern, they, they take a lot of pride in as far as uh, – you know, winning. You know, they're not big fans of Michigan, right. so I'm not big fans of Northwestern. But what happened to where Duke embarrassed them that bad? No, I, I did not see that coming. I, I'll be absolutely honest with you. I did not see that coming. I thought North, Northwestern had the, the better team. I thought offensively, Duke's defense wouldn't be able to, to stop them. Right. Boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. Cutcliffe has got something going on in Carolina that we are now stay, have to stay tuned for. Yeah. That kid, Perheem, or whatever his name is, number three, that receiver, he's, he's, he's slight in stature, but he is one bad man. The thing that impressed me the most is, you know, Cutcliffe is another one of those quarterback whispers in college um, football. Mm-hmm. Some of the passes that that kid completed were like, wow. You know, is, is this a college kid? I mean, really? But the other side of that coin is, if he's not a bad athlete. Right. When he had to get on his horse, he did. You yeah. know what I mean? And he, he, I mean, he's not fleet of foot, but, I mean, he's serviceable. But the, the throws that he was able to make, not even, not necessarily on the run, 
But in the context of that offense, was phenomenal. I, I didn't see that coming. I really yeah. didn't. The offensive output that I saw from Duke was one that, hey, I mean, we all need to take note of. I granted, okay, I know it's Northwestern. And, again, the way that I saw that game going uh, going into it was that Northwestern was just going to beat them down, especially on right. the offensive or end. Be, or the score was going to be closer. Yes, exactly. Because, you know, Northwestern is known for grinding games out. Now, they'll run you to death. Right. You know, they'll put a running back on you and just, you know, dare you to beat them. I mean, they'll just wear you down, and the next thing you know, oh, the game is over. You know, but I, I did not see that coming. I did not see Duke putting up that many points offensively on this Northwestern team, this specific Northwestern team. Because I thought they were better than that. So, Well, let's talk about another team that I was kind of surprised about as far as – um, Oklahoma and Ohio State. Now, you know, Ohio State got beat at home. Yes, there is a God. Yes, there is a God. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, and then, of course, you know, Baker Mayfield, he threw for 386 yards, had three touchdowns. Be, does this hurt Ohio State for the rest of the season? Or are they just going to take this loss and be like, okay, whatever? You know what? Uh, that's a very good question. You know, because I guess it depends on who you ask. Most people will say, oh, you know, it's early enough in the season. You know, they can win out. They still got some other big games on their schedule to kind of save face. However, you know, this was a big game. You know, this was this was a statement game. You got your behind waxed at the horseshoe. You know, and for the Ohio State fans, well, you know, that's, that's not necessarily a good thing. Right. You know, you get your hat handed to you then the hat in the horseshoe. That's not necessarily a good thing. You know, honestly, uh, I almost, for me, it looked like Ohio State wasn't ready for the speed that Oklahoma had. Oklahoma was just going around them. And Ohio State usually likes to control the tempo. And that this game, they cannot control it from the start of the game. Man, if, if folks just put up the tape from the days of old, I told everybody from day one that J.T. Barrett was not that dude. Right. He, he he just simply is, is not that guy. I don't know if it's the offense he's in or what, but he's he's not the kind of kid that you entrust to win a game for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, at this point, after his performance against OU, I don't know if you can trust him to even go on to a game. You know, wow. Even, yeah, exactly, the magic game. I don't know if he's that guy. You know, I don't know. It, again, like I said, I don't know if it's the offense. I don't know if it's a previous injury or what. However, I, I don't like their offense, period. Right. But the fact that he has not grown in that offense is just crazy. I mean, you've been in that offense for 32 years and you still can't complete a pass <laughs> over 10 yards? I think that makes no sense to me. I think it's 28 years. It's definitely been a long time. Okay, okay my bad, my bad. <laughs> you know. But again, just as we just said, it goes back to coaching. You know, right. What kind of coaching is going on at the horseshoe? Right. I mean, well, right. we already know that it's Urban Meyer. So hey, you know what I'm saying? We need to lower our expectations. My bad. Well, look. Speaking of coaching, let's talk about that Georgia Notre Dame game, 2019. You know, you had Lorenzo Carter and Davin Be- Bellamy. Uh, they looked right. incredible. That Georgia defense is no joke. And like I said, they beat Notre Dame 2019. Were you impressed by Georgia B? Man, you know, I knew the defense was, was staunch. I know they were grown men. Uh, like I said, Davin Bennett is one of my babies. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, he told me. He, he told me in the offseason. He was like, Coach, he's like, I'm telling you, they don't want to see us. They don't want right. to see us. Nobody want to see us on that D. And I was like, all right, I hear you, young man. You know, pump your brakes. Let's let the season start first. Right. You know, but I'm a believer, man. I am a believer. Georgia has exactly what they need on defense. Okay. They got them coming off the edges. They stopping and run up the middle. And they got defensive backs that are covering people. Right. They got a really nice defensive mix, man. And they're deep. And they're deep. You know, so the off, the, the defense will win a game for them. You know, the offense just needs to not lose it. And that kid from is for real, too, now. Don't, don't make no mistake about it. Uh, Jacob Eason might find himself you know, the next thing smoking. Let that me tell you, I'm a big believer from – I was a, I was a believer before Eason got hurt. I thought Eason mm-hmm. was a bad idea during the off season, but, you know, who am I? Right. Yeah, from, from is for real. Now, he's legit. He's legit. And, it's, and, the, and the thing that I appreciate the most about him, yeah, he's young. Yeah, they probably vanilla the offense for him. However, he was never shaken. Right. That young kid was like, bet. Let's do this. Let's ride, fellas. Let's ride. Now, speaking of coaching, because we can keep it in the same vein. Yeah. Uh, the offense coordinator is trash. He's garbage. He's garbage. Why would you split carries between Chubb and Michelle just to split carries? You know what? Yeah, I didn't, that. I didn't get that. Uh, that whole piece didn't make sense yeah. to me. Not at all. If Michelle is a hothead, ride him. You know what I mean? If Chubb is a hothead, ride him. We're talking about running backs here. Right. It takes a running back a few carries to get a ladder, to get the rhythm going. Ride him. He'll yeah. tell you when he's tired. He'll tell you when he's tired. The luxury is, is that you have one fresh back. That's the luxury. Not that you were running both of them, giving them a one-two punch, because they're, they're practically the same runners. It's like no, they I'm dipped in the Pete Carroll book of don't use Marshawn Lynch. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, dude, really? Right. You know, let them run. I mean, and, and either one of them were building up a ladder. It's like, dude, take them out. I'm like, that is the dumbest thing on the man. Mm-mm. That's crazy. What's so what I'm hearing is you're definitely a believer of Georgia's defense, but what about Georgia as a whole? Yeah. You know what? Uh, I think once Fromm gets a few more games under his belt, then we yeah. can truly say that they'll be a contender for the SEC title. Uh, but right now, they have a top five defense easy. Easy. No question about it. UGA has a top five defense right now today. Right now, right now. I'll put them up against anybody. Right wow. Now. Sure will. Oh, yeah. Well, you heard it here first. Yeah, that's how, <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm feeling. That's how I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, you know how I get into I get into it with our G, UGA folks. So, you know, I'm, right. I'm a believer. The more people they have a rest of the offseason, the better their season's going to be. There you go. There you go. They met that quota. They had at least three, right? <laughs> right 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 hey folks we're gonna take a quick break when we get back we're gonna talk a little tennis you're listening to that's what she said sports and uh want to hear when we uh after that if i get my thoughts together you know um 
We also have another story, which is one of the hottest sports stories that's going on right now. We're going to talk about that as well. Definitely want your opinion. But again, you listen to That's What She Said Sports. Hey, this is Nicole Monique, and you're listening to That's What She Said Sports on barnburner.ca. For the best in sports, check out Barnburner. We also have the Hockey Report, We the Norm, Soccer Down Here, and College Football Sports Talk. Again, That's What She Said Sports on barnburner.ca. Hey, folks, and we're back. You're listening to That's What She Says Sports. I'm your host, Nicole Monique, with my boy, BG. So, B, big congratulations to Sloane Stevens, who won the U.S. Open, the first American woman not named Venus or Serena to win a U.S. Open since 1998. Were you impressed with her win, B? Absolutely, man. You know what's what's more impressive is, you know, she had surgery early in the season. No one thought that she'd be able to make it back to even play. Well, she and Madison Keys both had surgery. Madison right. had wrist surgery. Man, this is a beautiful thing, you know. And forgive me, you know, I ain't racist, but I am prejudiced, man. I am. I was, <laughs> no, man, what? I was so proud, so proud to see them sisters right there in the mix, man. Because it's been a while. You always known that they had the talent. You know, you you've always known that. You know. But to see them finally start to rise up and take their rightful place, because, I mean, let's be honest, you know, William's sisters, they get a little long in the teeth. Right. You know, a little bit. Proven, you know, you know, Venus went down in the blaze of glory. So, you know, this this is the, the new up-and-coming generation. This is the new era. Sloan, well, is, you know, and Sloan I, kind, of, kind of plays like young Venus. He had a really strong fan, man. Very no, strong. see, that's where I disagree with you, B. To me, Madison Keys plays like Serena. Now, I know what we saw at the U.S. Open. You know, she got blown out. But let me tell you something. That right. young girl, her strength is ridiculous. Right. To me, no, no, Sloan plays kind of the, like a young Venus. Madison's strong. I, I don't take anything away from her. As a matter right. of fact, I'm glad you brought that up. Now, in her match, you know, against Sloan, it was like she, I don't know, it was like she was, she's probably hurting a little bit more than she was letting on. Mm-hmm. Because that was the tale of two matches. Her semifinal match, oh my gosh, you talk about strong. She was like, you know, she all out there. Exactly. You know, the ground strokes was like off the chain. I thought the ground strokes was going to be strong enough to knock the racket out of a young lady's <laughs> hand. Right. But when she got to the championship, it was like, you know, what's going on? I mean, she's looking a little, you know, she looked a little slow. She was right. behind her stroke, uh, I thought, you know, so her footwork. You know, definitely appeared to be extremely slow. Right. So, and that can only come. I mean, if, if you, you know, a little bit nicked up, you got some injuries, or something like that. Nevertheless, it was going to be a win-win as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. You know, and I'm glad you mentioned that because before today. Sloan's big win, B, we had an All-American semifinals, and that was the first time that happened since 1981. So, just kudos to all yeah. the American women who showed out during the U.S. Open. Because Lord show knows up, up. the U.S. men. Uh-uh. Are you, do we even know who they are these days? I, I don't know. Yeah, the contenders. Yeah. I mean, where are they? Um, be yeah, kind of going back to what you were saying about, you know, when we were comparing Sloan and Madison to Venus Arena. You know, the impact mm-hmm. of Venus Arena cannot be denied. You know, the money that they make is because of Venus Arena. Um Right. There's obviously more African-American girls playing tennis, as we saw, you know, on display with Sloan and Madison. 
I mean, right. their impact is going to be felt for generations in tennis. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. I, I'm right there with you. You know, we talked about that, you know, a while back about how, you know, how Venus has been an advocate for, you know, getting salaries raised. Right. Or the, the, should I say the, the winnings and earnings raised for women in tennis. So, I mean, they still have a ways to go, but, I mean, there are noticeable strides being made. And um, I have off to them, man. Uh, I am just, again, for me, I'm just happy to see these sisters finally in the spotlight. You right. know what I mean? Whether right. they want or not would have been fine by me. However, right. now you see them on a grand stage, you know who they are. Hey, B, I joke you know, that we may not have these sisters as far as the Williams sisters, but we still have sisters. <laughs> there, see that? See, now you feel it. Now you feel it. Now you feel it. Come on over to the dark side. Right. <laughs> right. And of course, here at That's What She Says Sports, we want to give a big congratulations to Serena, who's a new mother. Uh, she welcomed her right daughter, on. Alexis Olympia, on September 1st. As you know, Serena is a Hall of Famer here on That's What She Says Sports. So we are very excited about Don't Serena um, being a mom. Don't and I can't wait for her to come back. I, I, I have a feeling she's going to come back and go out on top. What do you think, B? I, I do too. I think she's going to come back when one more major be like, bow out. I'm, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, be like Serena out and drop the mic. You know? <laughs> I'm ready for that. I'm prepared exactly. For that. Exactly. Hey, folks, again, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the biggest story in sports going on right now. When you turn the page on sports, the only place to go is Back Sports Page. Hey, everybody, this is Nicole Monique from That's What She Said Sports. Catch me every week on Back Sports Page. And also go to the website, BackSportsPage.com, the place for sports. Hey, everybody, and again, welcome back to That's What She Said Sports. I'm your sports chick, Nicole Monique, with my boy, BG. Yep, yep. So the biggest story right now, B, is the White House is calling for ESPN to fire ESPN Sports Center host Jamil Hill. Um, they want her fired after Jamil on Twitter called out President Trump and called him a white supremacist. Now the White House press secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders said, one of the more outrageous comments that anyone can make that I think is a fireball offense by ESPN. And I think this is interesting, B, when you talk about a fireball offense because I would say another fireball fence or several other ones would be um, claiming that the first African-American president wasn't born here in the U.S., calling Mexicans rapists and criminals, um, saying you love DACA and then ending it, uh, grabbing women by the pussy. Those are his words. And of course, being best friends with Russia and Putin. I think those are also, you know, fireball offenses. So we're going to go tit for tat. If you fire old boy in Washington, Maybe you know we we'll do we'll do Jamel, but until that happens, right? Shut up. Yeah, I know. You know, when we talk about, you know, consider the source. Right. Talk to me, really? Really? <laughs> you are a perpetual liar on daily. You know what I mean? Covering up the stankest of stanks, or attempting to do so, at least. But yet you want somebody fired. No, no. Let's not fire Jamel. 
what you need to do is look in your own closet. Right. And ask yourself, why did you take that job? Because you look like an idiot defending foolishness. That's what that is. Well, and B, not only so that, nah. it really pissed me off, honestly, that ESPN had to come out and make a statement. Because I don't remember them making a statement when they hired Hank Williams back and he compared Obama to Hitler. So you can't have it both ways, right. ESPN. You can't I say, can. well, Hank Williams has freedom of speech, but then Jamel, you know, her statement, we don't believe in. How about you just shut up? Because to me, it was on her own Twitter account, which right. those are her mm-hmm. own words. She never said right. um, on behalf of ESPN. Everybody knows her Twitter account right. is her own. So, you know, right. to me, I was, I was extremely disappointed at ESPN as far as how they handled that as well. Yeah. Well, again, now you have to remember... We are talking about ESPN, so right. you know we, we have to take that with a grain of salt. You know, they you know they would like to be the holy grail of all things sports and all things that exist in the world, but you know at the same time they have the questionable practices of their own. You know, however, you know let's get right down to the nitty gritty. You know, as you heard me say just previously, you know, no, I'm not not racist, but I am prejudiced. You know, so so there is a difference, and Google that for all of you smart addicts. Um, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you are who you are. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and what I try and, you know, teach to my son is, is that in order to understand where somebody's going, you have to first know your history. That's true. You know, not only history, but know the history of someone that you choose to entrust because, that way you can at least have some semblance of their actions. Now, you can't just say things and put it out in the atmosphere and act like it never happened and you never said it. Right. You know, if you say something that is offensive and racist, then you warrant the label, period, point blank. There's, there's no taking that back, Mr. I never, I will never apologize. Okay, so accept it for what it is, not for what you'd like like it to be. There mm-hmm. are people that do not like you. Contrary to popular belief, there are people that simply do not like you for obvious reasons. You know, you you cannot even go to bed at night comfortably because of 44. President Barack Obama. Everything that he's tried to do, your campaign has been ran on, and your position in office is trying to totally undo it. Preach. So, I've always understood that if you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing something right. Mm. And with that, I'm going to drop the mic. Okay. Alright. Drop that mic. Drop that mic. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is just ridiculous. I mean, if, if he should go on fire, if they want Jamel fired, well, hell, all of us need to get fired. Hello? I mean, more than half Hello. the country would be without work. If we got Hello. fired based on something we said about his behind, right? You know, and here's but here's the thing. I mean, it's it's not like it. It's something that had to be discovered. Like something right. had to be dug up. Right. Dude, you. I mean, you put to yourself on Twitter on the daily. Yeah. The very yeah. people that put you in office, some of them Mexicans. I mean, really. Yeah. Really? Okay. Well, and here's the thing. If you actually looked at Jamel's Twitter as far as what she was saying, I mean, she was breaking it down. She just didn't come out and say, hey, Donald Trump's a white supremacist because she didn't have anything else to do. She was basically like, 
based on his actions, his words, who he's right. hired, who he's hanging around. Obviously, if it looks like a duck, <laughs> okay, and quacks oh, like a duck, hello. guess what? It's a duck. It's, okay. That's what she's saying. Right. Paddle, paddle, quack, quack. All That's that. That's it. All that. That's it. You know, <laughs> you know, I always laugh at the phrase of some of my, some of my best friend of black people. You know, <laughs> he, he's, he's, the, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah. That's just funny to me. I can't you know, be racist. Just, my neighbor's black. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Right. Right. Just like that. You know, well, Jamel, I, we got I mean, you back. You know, just... A lot of people do. Um, she was on tonight on ESPN. I think she's fine. I don't think she'll be able to speak on this anytime soon, but I think she's in a good right. place. And if she goes, there's going to be a lot of people clicking off ESPN. I can tell you that much. Please believe it. Jamel Stanford, baby girl, we behind you. Pretty much. You Pretty much. All yeah. right, folks, like it's we like always Catholic. do, it's we, now we, time we for Jamel. our Beast. And Busters. So in our beast category, B, we got some interesting ones. Obviously, Oklahoma for beating Ohio State. Yes, indeed. Uh, We got Georgia for beating Notre Dame. I think we can agree the biggest quarterbacks as far as beastly quarterbacks this week were Lamar Jackson, Louisville, and Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma. True that. True that. Now, B, what did you think of Baker Mayfield throwing the flag down, the OU flag down in the middle of uh, Ohio State's uh, field? I'm, I'm, I'm to- you know, I'm totally with it. I'm more disappointed he apologized. Apologize for what? Well, you know that you know I, I, I think he was made to. to Do house. I think he's really sorry? Heck to the gnaw. No. Man, pee pee on that man. <laughs> oh, you, oh, brass made him apologize. Right, right. But, but yet I'm, Ohio State's forgetting what they did last season when they beat him. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, came to your house, fool. Right. B, Middle Tennessee beating Syracuse. What's up with that? <laughs> That's real. That's real life. Yeah, yeah, because a big life. beast of Middle Tennessee. True story. True story. True story. But you know what? Middle Tennessee is not your run of the mill on the French team. You know what I mean? Right. Middle Tennessee is legit. You know? And not just a basketball school. You know what I mean? They play football. Right. You know, so, and uh, guess who has them on their schedule next year? Who? The ones between the hedges in Athens. What? Yes, 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 yes. Little Tennessee State is for real, man. Okay. You know what? All these big time, what are big time schools? They better, you know, they better start messing around with some of these mid majors or however you want to put them, these FCS schools. Keep on. So let me Keep ask on. you is Middle Tennessee. The New Georgia Southern. You know what? Um, they're not in the same category, but they're definitely in the same conversation. You know, I say that because, you know, Georgia Southern is a is a story program here in the South. You know, back in the days when they had Earth Russell, you know, and right. like Tony Ham when they were they were really killing folk. So, and from that. Perspective, they're not in the same category because they do have some lineage of, of winning at some point. Okay. Tennessee State, not so much. Right. Not so much. So when you're going up against them and you get your half handed to you, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's real life right there. Okay. That, that, that right. just happened. So, you know what I mean? So you, you better get ready. You better be ready. 
All right, folks. So our next beast, of course, we were just talking about the U.S. Open winners, uh, winner Sloane Stevens, and uh, obviously Madison Keys. Got to give her a shout out. But then also Rafael Nadal. He won another U.S. Open yeah. B. Yeah, on the dog. Been playing over here for how long? And still can't speak good English, but anyway. <laughs> you know all what? Right. All right. Yeah, I'm going to let that go. <laughs> Our next piece, the Cleveland Indians are on a 21-game <laughs> winning streak. Isn't that crazy? The Cleveland Indians. That is. That is, that is crazy. However, um, it, it's a shock to me because I always thought that, you know, some of the moves they made were a little bit questionable. Yeah. But – you know, sometimes going the young route can, can spring dividends, man, especially in baseball, man. So that's off to them, man. I'm proud of what they're doing. All right, the so, Cleveland B, here's the question. Uh, can they uh-huh. can they inspire those Cleveland Browns? Ah, Southie. <laughs> you, you, you need some semi-truck jumper cables to get some Browns inspired. Right. Man. Yeah. Man. You know, I, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't have a problem with what Cleveland Browns are doing right now. I really don't have a problem with it. However, I've always said this, and I always will. The two Ohio teams, their issues are in the front office. Their issues aren't on the field. Right. You know, some of the, some of the moves that they make are just, just mind-blowing. You know, hopefully they'll give Kaiser a, a shot. Hopefully they'll give him a true chance, and he won't be out of there next year. Because, you know, Cleveland, you know, they don't like anything good in their lives. Browns, <laughs> no. Uh-uh, no, what you doing? No, you got to get up out of here. Right. You know, mama don't know that. So, you know, it's the management of their issue, not the players. Right, right. So, B, our last beast goes out to the Lakers for retiring Kobe's numbers 8-24 and 24 in December. What do you think about Kobe having both numbers retire, retiring? And I think that. I think that's awesome, man. I think that's that's real big of the Lakers organization to do that, man. Yeah. He'll be the only player in history to have two jersey numbers with the same team retired. Right. Now, that tells you how big Kobe players. was. I mean, one jersey yeah. represents what I did with Shaq, and the other one represents what I did on my own. That's the way I see it. Oh, absolutely. You better believe it. Because he got championships in both. Yeah. Wow. I said that out loud. Y'all heard that? Hello. got championship <laughs> with both jerseys. All right, B, Dang. let's talk about them busters and get them busters out the way. Yeah, Let's man. talk about those yeah. Ohio State suck eyes. Yes, you lost. <laughs> and to my girl Tamara, who I had to give her a shout out after the game, and she will not call me back. I know you're pissed. Get over yourself. And uh, we'll see yeah. you in a couple. We'll see you in a few weeks. How about that? Wow. Notre Dame, and I'll, not to mention just not only Notre Dame's football team, but Coach Kelly. I don't know if you saw the press conference um, or B or at least right. heard about it after the game. He was giving this reporter the business, just being a jerk. Look, dude, you lost. Just stop being an ass. I'm, I've never been a fan yeah, of Coach I mean, Kelly's personally. No, and, and obviously his hair is not a fan of his either. Just leaving it. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> India, Indianapolis Colts QB Scott Tolzien. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I think he's going to be on this list a lot. But look, B, in 2016, Colin Kaepernick's QB rating was 90.7, and 18 combined QBs did worse in week one. What does that tell wow. you? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. There is a place for Scott Tolzien. Right. But I don't think the NFL is it. I'm just saying. No. No. I mean, there's a lot of places. Publix, Walmart Greeter, Office Depot True. Cashier. 
the mall, yep. Dancing with the Stars. Hey, There's look, a lot of different places he Le'Veon can go to. Le'Veon Bell just left Dairy Queen. There you <laughs> <Right>. go, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you know, can we talk about that real quick? You know you got a lot of money when for fun you wanted to work at Dairy Queen on your day off. That's it. That's I'm just it. saying. And you and you actually applied and got the job. <laughs> right. Wow. wow. That's when you know you have too much money. You do. Yeah. You do. You Let do. me see. Let's try I, that in reverse. I don't have a lot of money. So I was wondering on my day off if I could hang out with like Oprah. Or maybe Ellen, or you know Tyler Perry. You know, I'm just kind of put that out there in the universe. Right, right, right. You stole my thunder because you know, I don't know. I hang out with Oprah. You know, I might be like an octopus. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, what's up, I'm sorry, girl. Um, all right, B. So our next busters. The... Talk about those NFL officials. What what made you so mad? Because you were like, you got to put them on the list. What was up with the NFL you officials? Besides because the obvious. If any... If anyone watched an ounce of football, I don't care what game it was, and and I don't know, I, you know, I had to I had to question some other folks. Like, hey, did y'all just see that? Right. And they were like, yeah. So I know it wasn't just me, you know, and you know how how we get, you know, when we get a couple of games, you know, we switching back and forth, you know, what I'm saying and watching, and it's like, okay, cool. But man, you had questionable calls in every major game. Every single one. And how you gonna call a punch when a punch wasn't thrown? Right. What was it a ghost punch? <laughs> I'm like, man, what is wrong with these officials? What are they feelings? I mean, you got more of them on the field now, so you figure you have better coverage, right? Hmm. No, you even got something that's actual full time. Yeah. Is that the issue that they made them full time? Now you know you're going to get a check? No. <laughs> right. Well, right. come on, man. What's hey, only now? what? Four, 13 seasons or 13 weeks left in the regular season? Wow. Or I'm sorry, 15, 15 weeks left? Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah don't, 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 don't show up me now. I know, don't right? Right? No, don't wait. Uh, don't be our next beast. And this is a funny story. I don't know if you heard about this, but they had they were trying to have a piece of festival in New York recently, but basically mm-hmm. people were thinking it was a scam. Now, mind you, a lot of people paid fifty dollars, and when they pulled up, it was pretty much just two food trucks, and somebody had like taken one pizza and sliced it in a whole bunch of little pieces and passed it out. So, you know, the buster, <laughs> the organ of the uh, organizer of the pizza festival, um, had to get a buster. But then the the people who paid fifty dollars for this, why would you pay fifty dollars to go to taste pizza? You know how much I pizza know, you can right? get for 50 yeah. bucks? I'm just saying. Uh, $50 pizza festival. Right. That alone spells step away. Hello. But if you get some food to pay that, okay. Well, you're going to be that big of a fool then. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. Come on, come on. Step right up. Step right exactly. up. Exactly. Get this here. A one millimeter square here. <laughs> Don't. Get your festival on. Get on over there some dance or whatnot. <laughs> go ahead now. I got this 50 now. Go ahead now. Oh. Go ahead. Well, look, folks, as always, thank you so much for listening. That's what she said, sports. Remember, you can catch us every week on Spreaker, barnburner.ca. And shout out to our listeners of Toronto. You guys always give us much love. Thank you so much. We appreciate you guys listening to us. You can also catch us at backsportspage.com. Um, check out our site, twssports.com. 
like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at TWS Sports and BG. At Big BG, the number one. All right, B. Another show, another week. And of course, there's going to be more uh, Beast and Busters coming up this weekend. More football. You ready? Right. I am. And Pete is going to get rid of that gremlin in her throat. So next week, we're going to be free we're going to be good. No phlegm. No, no asthma. None of that. <laughs> hey, I'm ready. I'm a fall baby. I'm ready, I'm ready for the fall because this allergies has kicked my tail this allergy season. That's all I'm saying. Man, I, I tell you what, the closer you get to Libra season, the better I start to feel. I know that's right. I know that's right. Season. All right, B, close us out. As always, folks, till next time. Till next time, folks.